seven after 11 o'clock. Welcome to the third and final hour of the Talking Point. Yes, uh, there's so much, there's so much that I feel, you know, can still be unpacked from uh, the conversation we had in in the previous hour. And I think, um, you know, on my part, I'm still thinking about the fact that coming into this conversation, I wasn't really prepared for the sense of deep um, disagreement around the people that we actually regard as stalwarts. I didn't realize that uh, some of the figures would be contested, at least to the extent that, that it sounds like it is, based on what some of the commentators that we've had on had to say. I, I do agree with the idea that says that perhaps there does need to be a multi-stakeholder forum that includes representatives from across society who can actually say who are the people that we regard as our national heroes, who are our stalwarts, um, especially post-democracy, right? Because that is, 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 is the, you know, how we see the contribution of people in democracy or post-democracy is going to be inherently different to what it was pre-democracy. So, uh, yeah, lots coming out of that conversation and certainly not surprised that it's drawn the kind of responses that we've had. Well, coming up in this uh, final hour, we're going to be uh, taking a look at Eswatini and in particular uh, politics in that country, reflecting on the parliamentary elections that were held um, last week, Friday. Before we get to it, however, in the open line, you would have heard quite a lot of issues being raised, in particular around the Capitec saga and um, Marie Leroux uh, and in terms of, you know, the kind of investment that uh, he has made in the DA. Now, somebody who's on the line wanting to respond to that particular conversation is the Home Affairs Minister Erin Mozualedi. Dr. Mozualedi, good morning to you. You want to respond on this issue of uh, political party funding? Yes, Casey. Morning. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, when I was driving from Tada to Fort St. John's, I listened to you all the way. (laughs) (laughs) We're glad to have you as a listener, Minister. Yes, and, and you want us to stay away from your babies, but I wanted you to give my my kisses to your, <laughs> to your <laughs> No, so me and Rudy, me, 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 and Ru- me and Rudy are not happy with that. Please withdraw it and get <laughs> to the point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, Katie, I just thought I need to give information because the Constitution of the Republic did somehow anticipate this type of thing about funding. And I just want to give more information, not to take any side. Uh, in, in Section 236 of the Constitution case, it says to enhance, I'm reading it verbatim, it says to enhance multi-party democracy, national legislation must provide for the funding of political parties participating in a national and provincial legislature on an equitable and proportional basis. In other words, it says a law must be formed uh, and passed by parliament in order to to, to, uh, 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 have a fund that will enhance multi-party democracy. That law was passed in 2018 as the uh, Political Party Funding Act, which I am sure you are aware is being challenged in court, but we are also amending it as a consequential amendment to the 
Electoral Act. Now, what it means is that there are about three types of ways in which political parties are funded. Firstly, from the fiscal. Secondly, from private funding donations, whereby people must then declare, etc. That's the issue we're debating about with Capitec. But thirdly, which is the reason why I wanted to talk to you, is that you can donate to this multi-party fund. You don't give to any political party. You are just giving to multi-party fund. And that money will be distributed to political parties in terms of Section 236 of the Constitution. In other words, in an equitable way or a proportional basis. What it means is the money is divided into two. One part of the money is given proportionately in terms of the, the, the amount of support the political party has got in parliament. The other is given equitably, which means a party with one seat in parliament and a party with 100 seats will get the, exactly the same amount of money on this equitable share. Now, what is worrying case is for the past, since 2018, when the act was passed, and I think it came into operation in 2019, only two entities donated to this multi-party funding. It is Vodacom, which donated 5 million rand, and it is Standard Bank, which donated 2 million. Both of them were not donating to any particular party. They were donating to multi-democracy. But that money ended up breaching the political parties via this formula I've, I've just uh, described. So if people have got a dilemma about donating, that is the best way to go. And, and, and Minister, I think you're building on, 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 on something that, that I had said earlier, that why is it that we see this reluctance um, to, to actually put money into the multi-party multi, multi um, fund? Because it seems that, you know, parties and if we look at the declaration sort of over the reporting period since um, the, the, the legislation was enacted and, and, and the declarations had to be made public, um, there simply is very little interest in the multi-party uh, funding, uh, fund, uh, in the multi-party fund rather. Yes, there is interest in funding a particular political party because people have taken sides, uh, as I'm saying, except voter government and bank which saw no need to take side but to fund democracy, because democracy has to be funded anyway. So it is quite worrying. That's why I wanted to enter the conversation and call over companies that if they, are, they don't want controversies, they must uh, fund uh, uh, democracy, because it's not in any one political party. It's all of them which are participating, which are funded, like what the government standard bank has done. Then we'll avoid this debate that I had uh, uh, people, you know, uh, taking different sides on the issue of capital. Do, do, do you think, though, Minister, that if you have an organization that is giving, let's say, 500,000 to all political parties, then that, you know, that, 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 that sways the, the controversy? It, 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 it gives them less questions to answer? Well, uh, but I think the main thing here, is that every entity, a private company or not, has got the right to fund whoever they want. I'm sure that is the overriding principle. But the situation, the act was passed in such a way that those who don't want such compromises can still fund a, 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 a democracy without being assigned or being aligned to one particular party. And I think that that's why it was enacted. All I'm saying is 
is disappointing that only two entities took advantage of that and donated. Yeah. But the other entities and is within their right, they chose sides and say, I want to fund that particular one and nobody else. Then I think it's within their right anyway. All right. Minister, thank you for calling in and contributing to that conversation. Um, the Home Affairs Minister there, Erin Motswaledi. Um, like I said, we, we will follow this conversation up with just an hour unpacking you know, what has come out in those uh, reports that have been put together by the IEC. Who are these individuals, right? You will see that some of the names come up for different parties, but they're putting different amounts of money in these organizations. And and really, you know, where is the controversy around these monies? Why is it that people seem so deeply affected once this public once this information is out there, right? And much of this information has been has been out there because um, like I said, even what um, LaRue had said about his organization, that is part of the reporting that is contained in the IEC's um, reporting, at least for the, the, the latest quarter um, that they published. So certainly a conversation that we can continue with. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're focusing on what is happening in Lesotho.